Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me yeah, is my yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cappuccino! <laughs> Cappuccino, man! We good, homie. What's happening? There we go. We found it. Yeah, we there. Whew, man. There. All right, yeah. Uh, how are you, man? You came in on fire tonight, Hey, brother. man. It, it's been a, a pretty exciting day. Uh, I can't say it started off that way, but it All gradually... Right got to the point where I can't stand myself right now. So, uh, yeah, right. that's where we at, man. I'm sitting up yeah. here taking AC calls before the, sh- <laughs> the interview. is sick, sick crazy, man. Man, what the fuck going on I with you, homie? I don't think I've ever seen you in this good a mood on a Monday, much less any day of the week for that matter, now man, that I really think about it before. On Monday, you in a real fucking good mood, man. You just reminded me it was Monday. I don't know what the fuck is going on. This shit is wild. Fuck around. You on Mega Millions and just didn't tell nobody. No. No, we be be recording this somewhere totally different right now. We won't be recording this motherfucker at all. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with you, homie? Uh, You know what? I'm trying to straighten my attitude out a little bit. Uh, I've had a little bit of a long day, uh, and I I spent actually the weekend in Nashville visiting family, which Mm -hmm. is always a great thing. But, uh, you know... Uh, as as our listeners know, I have four kids, mm. and then my sister in law has two kids, and they're all you know kind of about the same age. That's six. That's that's six kids. Uh, you know, in uh basically a a a two two, you know, in Nashville, and um, you know that that it was it just got a little hectic. Woo. So I I love Sounds my family. Hectic. If my family's listening, you 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 know what it is. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm just trying to kind of, you know, recharge from that. I had to DC tomorrow for work for three days. <sighs> so I'm just, in, and we're selling our house. My fucking brain is on fire. Man, right now, get it man. together, so, goddammit. Yeah. Be a soldier, so John. So, 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 Be a so, soldier. So we have a real tall <laughs> bottle of that Four Roses over there right now. Yes. It's and gonna uh, be I, short. Plan, I plan to do a little bit of damage on that thing tonight. <laughs> I'm with you, homie. All right. I'm with you. We so, in it together. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Let's <laughs> well, what's it. up with the volleyball, man? We got a volleyball update or man, no? Man, I, I just left a game on the okay. way out here. That's why I'm running behind a little bit. Okay. So, they, uh, they, they started the semifinals in the spring league that she's in. And um, – the team that they demolished tonight, they get to do it all demolished. over again tomorrow. Yeah, it was a, strong. It was straight demolishment. All right. And um, they get to play them again tomorrow night, and then the championship game is next week. So oh, shit. that's going to be right. one out of the way, and then we're getting ready to go to the AAU Nationals in Orlando next oh, month. Oh, shit. Now, I was right. just reading up on that tournament, man. If my, if my daughter makes it deep enough in this AAU Nationals, if her yeah. team makes it deep, deep enough, they're gonna be on ESPN three. Oh shit! Yeah, so Damn. that shit is kind of crazy to me. Like just the thought of that. Now, d- does the does the volleyball snack dad get to be on ESPN? Well, I'm not. I'm not team. <laughs> I haven't been voted team dad for this team. Oh, not for okay. Gotcha. So I'm kind of laying low, and I hope my my reputation don't get out there that they heard that I was this awesome team snack guy. All right, all right. but I'm I'm trying to. Keep it real low key right now, man. We're gonna but make I'll a... do whatever they need to do. If that shit, if they gonna be right. on ESPN, hell yeah, man, I tie shoelaces, whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That what was the what crazy. was the Adam Sandler shit? Water boy. Yeah, yeah. I do go. all that shit. I be Bobby Boucher, motherfucker, <laughs> left and right. 
Hell yeah. But <laughs> it's um it. it's looking That's good, dope. man. We're getting ready for it. So that's dope. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get down to business. Let's uh, do it. If you're listening for the first time because you're a friend of the two gentlemen that we have on the phone with us tonight, this is Southern Vanguard Radio every Tuesday and Thursday, usually twice a week. Uh we, we drop some some of that raw. Uh, on Tuesdays, it's a mixed show of all the latest and greatest hip hop cut about yours truly. Uh, myself and Meeks just, you know, just acting silly on the mic and just, you know, just having a good time doing a hip hop mix show like it should be done, basically. Yeah. So, uh, and then on Thursdays, we have an interview session. So it could be a producer, a DJ, A&R, behind the scenes type person, could be an MC. Uh, you know, so we just interview folks. They could be in studio. They could be passing through the A and happen to come through. They could be on the phone, like our, like the or Skype, if you will, or both, like uh, our 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 two friends tonight are. No doubt. Uh, and it's generally a pretty good time. So last week we had Audible Doctor and J Fifty Seven from Brown Bag All Stars. That shit is on fire. Yeah, right that now, shit's too. on fire. So so go check that out. And uh, let's see what was the week before that, man. My brain is so fried right now. The week see, before, before that Audible. was Vanderslice. And- oh, that's right. Yeah, Vanderslice and Green Steve. Green the week Steve. before that. Yep. Uh, the week before that was, um, who was that? Damn, I cannot remember. Shit, got my me brain is mush right now. But oh, I got it. Rim of the Villains. Rim of the Villains, right? yeah. Yep, yep. Brownsville's so finest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No before, the week before that was Dinaz. week before that was Ayatollah and Drossar Monumental. week yeah. before that was one, one of Ohio's finest, two of Ohio, Ohio's finest, actually. Speaking of our guest tonight, DJ Philly Phil and Eclipse of Spitball. No yep. So anyway, th- there's a, a plethora of content, interviews, mixed shows for you to listen to. Please make sure you share, follow, like, and subscribe on whatever platform it is that you enjoy. Yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes Podcast, MixCloud, and Stitcher Radio. And Mix, we have a number of affiliates as well, right? Yes, ATLHipHop.com, Return of the Boom Bab, WRBB. Both of those right here in Atlanta. We've also got Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast. And I am ClassicRawRadio.net once again in Atlanta. Shouts out to all of y'all. Yes, sir. And there you go. Yeah. All right. So tonight, actually, I'm looking... I've been looking forward to this, actually, for a number of weeks. Mm. Uh, we we reached out uh, to one of these brothers, I don't know, about a month or so ago. Maybe, yeah. Uh, big fan of the music for quite some time. Uh, I'm a native Kentuckian and subsequently spent a lot of time in the Cincinnati, Ohio area mm. and got to see him perform a number of times. Uh, and then uh, the other gentleman we have with us is actually from the West Coast. No doubt. So, um, you know, and on top of that, one of my very most favorite podcasts right now, uh, the gentleman from Ohio actually co-hosts it with the one and only Blueprint. So without any further ado, tonight, Mm. all the way from Columbus, Ohio, and I believe San Jose, California. San Jose. Exactly. Mm. Illogic and Lucid Optics are in the house tonight. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's up? What's up? up? How's it going, fellas? Everything uh, everything good in your respective, uh, I guess, sides of the country or wherever it is you're residing? Uh, Yeah, everything's good for me. This is Illogic talking. Yeah, everything is good for me. Just, uh, you know, I had the day off work today, so I've been chilling. Nice. All right. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Everything's good here. It's lucid. Um, just chilling, enjoying a right. enjoying a day outside my own city. Oh, right. beautiful, beautiful. So, um, so Il, let's start with you, man. Let's because I, I was I, I admittedly was not familiar with Lucid until we you know were kind of you know going back and forth setting up the interview. 
uh, this week. So if you don't mind, um, why don't we kind of level, level set folks with what you guys are about to drop. You have a new project coming out. And then I'd like to get into a little history from, from one of you on how you connected and, you know, kind of when you started collaborating. Okay. Um, well, uh, me and Lucid Optics, we are a group um, called Lucid Logic, and our debut album, um, full-length album, is by the same name, Lucid Logic, and it's dropping uh, June 27th. And you can uh, pre-order that right now at uh, illogic.bandcamp.com. We have a digital version with that comes with instrumentals. We have blue vinyl, and we got CDs. So, um, yeah, we're pretty excited, and we'll be hitting the road uh, later this year as well. Cool. So, so how did you guys connect? Like, what's 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 the backstory? Uh, how did you guys start collaborating together? Uh, well, I was um, doing some shows in uh, California. I was in uh, San Francisco, and um, I was performing at um, uh, what's the name of the um, the gallery? Who's it? Uh, the Honey Hive. Yeah, the Honey Hive. And um, yeah, I was I was on, I was on the road and doing some shows there, and you know I see this you know, the openers were dope. Um, but I see this one guy performing long curly hair, um, <laughs> had some machines on, on stage with them, had two friends like painting while they were performing, while he was performing. And like, they finished the, the end of the set, like the paintings were finished. Everything was like really constructed really well. The set was set up really dope and dope. the beats were crazy. So, um, after Thank they you. got finished, um, <laughs> you sound After like a West Coast All Star right there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. It was really dope. Um, and after they got finished, you know, we're selling merch in the back, and um, and I walk up and introduce myself to Lucid, and um, just ask him like, "Yo, do you want to work on a project together?" <laughs> right then and there, huh? and that was <laughs> yeah, that was that was basically how we met, and how wow. everything. And this was about what three or four years ago. Yeah, That's at dope. this point, that's dope. So, 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 Lucid, were you familiar with Illogic and his work, or were you a oh, fan already? Or you know, the the funny thing about that is, he's one of the dudes who inspired me to make music to begin with. I was like sixteen when I heard Illogic, and I'm wow. twenty four now. So, so it was it was pretty surreal at the moment. That's dope. Yeah, that's ill. Ill connection, right? Yeah, there. That, that is. That yeah, is, that for is real. Ill. So now you guys I, dropped a free EP or something, uh, I believe, back in the winter, right? Was that was that was that to just kind of do an introduction and kind of set the stage for the full length, or what? What's the process thought process there? Uh, Lucy, you can go ahead. Um, so for that one, we were kind of just. Um, I think we already had the album done, and yeah. we were just going through. Um, some other beats that I was making at the time. And we thought it would be cool to do this little concept thing. Like, uh, I don't think anything on that is too, like, I'm personally, I wouldn't have even put it out there. You know, I'm a little unsure about it, to be honest. But I do think um, Logic has some dope verses on it. And it was just something we did more for fun, just to show people, yo, we're working on stuff. Um, but we're we're preparing the really special stuff for you. So this is just uh this is just, you know, to hold you off, to hold you over. Lucid, did you say you're a yeah, little it, you did you say you're a little unsure about it? Well like like you know, like it, we just we did it really quick. Okay. Like we put it out. For me, I like to sit on stuff for a, a year or two and just like I, I like to put a lot of time into it and you know. Got you. 
He's a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I, had to, I had to break him with that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I still got some work to do. That's what's up. Well, what was um, what was the response on that project? Oh, people liked it. I mean, I think because the thing is, it was um, it was called Falling in the Winter. We dropped it um, the last day of fall. Um, okay. And it was four songs and an interlude. Um, and it was probably maybe like 12 minutes long or something like that. Um, and we just wanted to, you know, put something out there and just let people know what kind of music we were making. And because it sounds completely different than anything I've ever done, okay. um, especially. And even the EPs sounds really nothing like the album actually sounds, but it just, you know, something to show people, you know, his fans and my fans that with, you know, this lucid logic thing that we've been talking about for the last, you know, two, three years is actually, you know, really happening. Cause I think the year before that we dropped a song on new year's day or in January, January, yeah. I think January 1st, 2016, hmm. we dropped a song, just a song, um, as lucid logic, just to show people that, you know, this is happening. Okay. And, um, we've been talking about, you know, we've been working on the project for the last three years, kind of just dropping hints here and there. And, um, just wanted to get something out. That's what's up. So, you know, had you been looking for, um, uh, let's see, I don't want to say this, a, a different direction sonically, or kind of been looking for a, a different lane to to shift into, um, you know, for not, some time not necessarily. or okay, yeah, so, not necessarily. It just you know, it just kind of happens. I like I've I've always um, you know, I mean, I mean, you guys have heard my music throughout the years, so yeah. ne- I never want to do the same album twice. You know what I mean? Like I always want my records to sound individual from each other and sound different um, and. You know, I'm always trying to challenge myself and do different things. And when I heard his production, you know, because it's a little more electronic than, you know, the, right. the um, production that I usually work with, um, you know, it's not really sample based. He plays everything. He's probably one of the most talented people I, I've ever met. Like he plays multiple instruments, drums, you know, bass, keyboard, all of that stuff. So all of the music that you hear is all him playing all of that. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. you know, it was definitely a different direction for me. And in the process of, you know, us creating this, I started producing myself. So it's, you know, it's definitely been like, he's kind of helped me find my own little voice um, with production and everything. So it's really been a, um, a very good reciprocal relationship that we've had throughout these years. Cool. So Lucy, what's your, what's your background, man? Like, how did you get into, well, actually, let me, let me step back for a second. So is this, is the work you've done with Illogic your first kind of, um, I guess, like uh, a collaboration with an MC, or ha- do you have you know other music out there that we can kind of go back and check? Or yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, so, okay. I mean, I've been writing music and playing guitar and instruments and stuff since I was like eight years old. But I think around it was like sixteen or so. It was a couple of years after I started listening to a Logic and Blueprint and Aesop and Idea. Um, I started producing a little bit. I think I, I started rapping first because I've always been writing since I was probably in like third grade. I was writing stories and stuff. So that's always been like a core of my hobby. Um, but uh, as far as music, I started putting it out in like 2008 under Lucid Optics and I was doing rapping and production. Uh, and it kind of just all stemmed from there. I still got some up online. Like you can go check it out. But this is the first time I've like, produced mainly for someone else okay gotcha. Uh, okay yeah yeah and gotcha. it's yeah 
So um, I'm still stunned by it. <laughs> right, right. So, so are you guys? You guys, you you mentioned touring uh, earlier. Uh, is that going to be this summer? Like, what's what, what can we expect from the show if if we can manage to catch it? I, what parts of the country? We're yeah, talking exactly. About? Um, well, we're um, we're looking. We're probably the store's probably going to start at the end of July. Um, run through all of August and uh, I think the beginnings of September. And we're basically doing uh, Midwest, um, a little South and West coast. Um, okay. I, I believe we're going to hit Atlanta if we can, you know, get this, get, get this deal struck with the promoter we're talking to. Um, but you know, we're going to, we're going to do about probably about 35, 40 shows. Nice. Okay. Now, now, Il, you, you just, you just struck a deal with the new booking agency fairly recently, didn't you? That is correct. Um, DTR, um, actually same booking agent that Blueprint uses. Yeah. Um, you know, and yep, we just um, struck a deal not too long ago, and this is the first tour I'll be doing um, through them as my booking agency. So, so you about to be you know, in so Alaska far, and all kinds good. of shit. Yeah, the, the homie Count Base D, <laughs> I, I believe, booked a tour or two through, uh, through, through DTR as well, right, L? Yep, 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 yeah. Count Base D. I believe... Um, I mean, so they got they got a nice a nice little roster. Yeah, so, that's what's up. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. I'm gonna be hitting the road a lot in the next couple of years. Cool, cool, cool. So what was so what's the show gonna look like? I mean, are you, you guys gonna be able to do do some different things that you've never done before because you know of uh, I don't know kind of what what came out from a from a music perspective or like what what's what's the approach gonna be? Um, right now we're still really trying to figure out exactly what we want to do and how we want to approach it. Um, we're definitely like, I'm going to give, um, like lucid, you know, he's going to have his own set. Um, but we're also going to do a set of lucid logic together, um, towards the end of the show. I just don't, at, at this point, we're still trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do, um, as far as the show, but it'll be fun and it'll be, you know, something I think that the the fans will really enjoy. Cool. Beautiful. So, um, so, so what, tell us about all the packages because I, I went to the Bandcamp uh, page to kind of check things out uh, b- before the mm-hmm. interview. And you guys have like a lot of options. There's CD. You mentioned it earlier. There's CD. There's digital. There's vinyl. I mean, you guys are kind of hitting on, on all fronts there. Uh, you know, <coughs> whoa. Well, yeah, whoa. we're really, really trying to, trying to get the fans a, a, options and choices um we got the 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 deluxe digital version comes with um digital of the album and instrumentals uh you get a pdf of all the lyrics um along with that and then we have the cd version which comes with the digital version as well and you get a poster um with that and then we have blue vinyl um and this is the first vinyl i've had since celestial clockwork so i had vinyl in a long time oh wow okay Um, dope and so we got yeah yeah, so we got uh, blue vinyl, and with that also you get you know the poster and the lyrics and the download of the um, digital, and then you can buy a bundle package which has the vinyl and the CD, and you get the deluxe digital as well. So options. just trying to get people options, yeah, to get everything they can. Oh, good. So, uh, Il, is, is this through Waitlist or like what's what's kind of your label or the label situation now with with you, or is this you and Lucid kind of well, doing your own thing or? Yep. Um, basically, we're, you know, we're putting it out ourselves. We also, uh, Lucid's uh, label, Ink Escape, um, actually helped us out um, with the vinyl. Um, so, you know, we're kind of like doing it ourselves and in, in conjunction with, you know, some 
some friends and our own, you know, little our the own labels that we have gotcha. ourselves. Like, cause I, I have my own, um, it's, uh, Illogistics Incorporated. Um, right. So, and we're just doing it, you know, ourselves this time, see how it works out. Dope. Yeah. So, I was going to ask you about that, uh, Illogic. Um, you ran your own label at one time, um, but you returned to Weightless. What, um, what what prompted you to start your own label and also at the end of its run make you go back to weightless? Well, I um I had Dove Inc., um, which I actually ran with um my best friend Aaron Evans, uh, who's also an MC and producer. I produced, you know, the early right to death stuff and um those things. And we started Dove Inc. just so we could have our own thing and actually you know, I kind of left waitlist at the time uh, because there was some things going on that, you know, I wasn't necessarily happy about okay. um, with the label. And come to find out, um, long story short, uh, Manifest, who was running the label with print, was, you know, stealing money from the label. Mm. Um, and, in that, and in that time... I wasn't getting paid what I was supposed to be getting paid. So I thought, you know, it was something going on with the label. Therefore I left. Um, and you know, then once me and print talked and we figured out what was going on, okay. <laughs> All right. then, you know, things, things kind of, you know, I was still working with Dove Inc, but you yeah. know, me and print kind of mended fences and I went back to doing things with weightless as well. Okay. Um, and having my own label at that time. Okay, cool. Oh, beautiful. Cool, cool. L- Lucy, what's up with, with Ink Escape? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so right now we're just playing shows, writing songs, touring together. It's more like a collective. It's really like a label in the sense where you fill that shit out on, you know, CD Baby when you're putting it, you know, right. like on iTunes and the label thing. That's really all it is for now. In the future, we want to actually put funds into doing real releases. And this is kind of like... This is a good first step in that, right? So this is kind of the the trial right here in a way. Right. But um, right now it's still just mostly, you know, just booking little indie tours together, playing shows, just seeing where it can go. Yeah. Elaborate on real releases for for us and the people out there. What 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 are we talking about here? Uh, a real release in the sense that we're not just putting something online. And, hey, you might like this. A real release in the sense that we're probably going to be touring for this, printing at least CDs, maybe vinyl, like trying to make a real splash and reach people. Gotcha. Traditional release. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so, Il, what what do you like about, um, you know, the, the way you put out a record now versus, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago? I mean, you've always been fairly independent, uh, so it, it, it's probably not, you know, too terribly different, but. You know, the, be some differences. Yeah, the, the landscape is definitely a lot different than putting out records 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's definitely different because, you know, when we first started, you know, there was, you know, you had three, four month, three, four month campaigns, you know what I mean? And to where, you know, you're working the record, you're getting interviews, you're, you know, doing, doing all kind of promo for it and dropping singles, dropping videos. And it was a longer buildup because, you know, everything wasn't so easily accessed. You know, there wasn't Twitter yet. There wasn't Facebook yet, right. you know, so people's lives, you know, you didn't see people's lives in real time, you know, and even the music industry didn't happen in real time back then. So you had, you know, you had to wait 30, 30 days for the 
um, the magazine cycle. You know what I mean? So uh, a magazine came out one month and, you know, you might not, people might not see that interview for, you know, four weeks. You know what I mean? So there was a lot more time, you know, in between um, announcing a record and putting a record out. And now with the internet and with Twitter and with Facebook and with all these other avenues that we have, you know, people are just dropping albums without even promoting them just because everything is so, you know, readily available, you know, it's so easy to access your, you know, if you've got 3 million Twitter followers, all you got to do is say, yo, my record's dropping tomorrow. Yeah. 3 million people already know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's a very different, it's a very different landscape. Um, but now it's a lot easier, I think, to be an independent artist because of all the access that you have to your fans, to just the world in general, because a lot of, you know, we're doing this without a publicist and, mm-hmm. you know, I've already, I've already locked down interviews and things of that nature, just because I've built relationships over the years with a lot of people. Okay. So, you know, I can just make a phone call and, you know, like, yo, can we get an interview in your news or in your magazine or on your website? And it's been a little easier that way where I don't have to spend two, $3,000 for a month of publicity, you right. know, even though, not saying it doesn't help because you know having somebody else work that part of a record it definitely takes some pressure off but with the climate now it's a little easier to get in touch with people and you know have those relationships um you know come come um, bear fruit that i've been cultivating over the years man what y'all think about that two-week lifespan of Every every record that comes out, no matter how great or how brutal, how whack it is, brutal. It's concerning, scary. <laughs> That's a question that nobody concerning. wants to answer, right? Like, yeah, it's concerning. You, you, right. I, like you spend three years working on an Man, album and people talk are about sitting it. with it for a week. Talk They're about like, it. Oh, so when you guys coming out with a new project, right? It's like, right. <laughs> like fuck man yeah. it just, I, I, mean, it just... Also, I think it depends on the listener you know like because for me um you know i'm still old school so i'll i'll buy maybe two three records a month and then mm. i might not buy anything else for you know three or four months because i'm listening to those albums that i bought mm-hmm. and i'm you know digesting those and dissecting them and really listening to them if i enjoy them um so i think it's you know i think the kind of fans that I've built at least over the years, still kind of have that, you know, a little bit of that at the least. Same you know, approach, everything's yeah. coming out so fast and it's it's so much music out there. But I think, you know, at least I think our fan base and the fans that we have, you know, they they they'll listen a little longer than two weeks, hopefully. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 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 that's actually kind of a, a great lead up to my next question, and that was Lucid, how did you hear L's music the first time? Was it through the internet or did a friend was, put you on or like, how did that work? I, it was through the internet and it was, um, I think it was one brick with Aesop rock. Cause the, I mean, I went through a period, see, I grew up, I'm like I said, I'm 24. So I grew yeah, up Me- Meeks and I are 40 in, plus. In Valley too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Meeks and I are 40 plus. So you know where our, our brain's at, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I, see, right. Like at sixth grade, they had us in these typing, you know, on computers already and stuff yeah. like, and I'll, anyway, um, so I, you know, I was digging through, like there were sites like I mean before YouTube where I was looking up and that's where I found play. That's where I found the orphanage, which was, oh, yeah. you know, the logic blueprint, yep. at, uh, slug idea. Sage Francis was on a few of those. So I, you know, it was, 
it was just videos. I was digging for hours. I was a YouTube digger. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, who was that we interviewed? Meeks, uh, Nolan the Ninja from Detroit. Yeah. We interviewed Nolan. The and same I, mo. And I guess yeah. he's he, he's probably about the same age. Yeah. And we were talking to him about kind of his perspective on things and when he how he discovered how he discovered music, you know uh, yeah i guess from from our generation or yeah exactly yeah. yeah and just how mm-hmm. he was able to he w- it was it was really interesting because he was talking about how you know he, he just he loved the music so much you know it was almost it was almost overwhelming because one day he realized how much access he had mm-hmm. to all mm-hmm. this all of this incredible music and you know it was <laughs> I, you know that that's something that I, I I'm still like amazed by it. Even though like I, you know, Meeks and I are, you know, obviously we're, we're both familiar with technology and you know un- understand right, how it right. works. But I'm still just like I'm still amazed that you have literally almost everything at your fingertips now, man. It's everything. Just, it's crazy. Yeah, and like I I almost can't remember a time without it. It's like that. Mm. <laughs> it's like so. all the collabs that happen are mostly because of the internet. Like all these things have made progressing and like personal growth and, you know, turning this into something fruitful yeah. so much easier. Right. Yeah, totally. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think since we, since me and Lucid met, you know, three or four years ago, I think we've only seen each other twice. Hmm. In that yeah, time yeah. Frame, I, think. I think so. <laughs> you know, so, times yeah, so yeah. So, like, it was, so, so wait, I mean, it was, talk- it was the one time at the gallery. And then, mm-hmm. and then, what were the other one or two times that you guys have seen <laughs> each other? Um, I, w- I went back out there to um, California, performed at the gallery again, and he came to the show, and we did um, actually one of our songs from the album, okay, um, together. And that was the first time we had performed together okay. as the group. And um, then, actually, in January this year, uh, we did a show together in Indianapolis. Okay, dope. And that's the only two two times I've seen him since, you know, we met the first time, but everything else has been email, phone calls, you know. Out yeah. of both out of both of those visits, was there uh any work that got done or were, was it just, you know, for the for the performance opportunity or how did you maximize those um face to face interactions? Well, the last, um, the last one in Indiana, we, um, did some shooting for, um, some video work. So that was the main focus of that doing the show and trying to get at least as much, um, footage together uh, okay. for a video that I'm working on right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so Il, what, what's, what's the thing that's most surprised you coming out of this collaboration? Like, I know you guys met a while back, but like when you sit back and look at the album, you know, like what? What's surprising to you or what, what did you not expect kind of, you know, coming up to this release? Um, um, I didn't, I didn't really, well, it wasn't anything I didn't expect. It was more of anticipation of what could be out of it because, right. you know, I mean, with over these, over this time, you know, he's, he's probably sent me maybe two, 300 beats. You know I mean? <laughs> like I've heard a lot of his production Jeez. from his own personal songs to, you know, just him sending me beats. Once the beer uh, sales been broken, dude. Just really, no just us really creating our own sound, um, and just 
hearing all of his production, seeing how it could be, you know, challenging for me, you know, picking beats that I normally wouldn't rhyme over, right. um, you know, doing more double time, doing, you know, different things and having just a different sound. And it was more exciting than, you know, unexpected. It was just like, you know, what can we, you know, we have so much at our fingertips, especially with him playing instruments, right. like, you know, the possibilities were endless. So, yeah. you know, I was more looking forward to it than, you know, being surprised. Oh, yeah. So. Lucid being being able to uh, a multi instrumentalist. You, you ever gotten to like the uh, the the sample replaying game or anything like that? You ever do any work like that, kind of on the side or? or um, no? what I'll do is I'll take like I'll lay some stuff down and then run it through some other like post processing stuff or like some arpeggiators. So I'm kind of like sampling myself. I guess that's the closest I get to it. And mm-hmm. you know I'll use like drum kits and stuff. So I guess I sample in that regard. But, um, but for the most part, I'll just, I just like playing stuff. I don't want to risk getting sued. <laughs> I know that's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Did but, you, but yeah. Did you have some mix? No. Nah, oh, I thought uh, you did. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, my just, bad. I'm just making my way through all, all right, of okay. this. Uh, so, so Il, r- real quick, if, if we could transition just a little bit, I'd like to dig into, uh, into, into the podcast with blueprint a little bit, if you don't Actually, mind. That's wow. That's where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I, I mean, uh, as I mentioned when we started the show, I, you know, I'm a big fan of the podcast, um, and um, you know, you guys have some really kind of unique and interesting, not only perspectives but topics. Like, yeah. I, I love it how these guys will like um, will ask for uh, listener submitted topics, and they'll actually oh, yeah. pick them up and kind of yeah, run with them. Dope. Um, and first mm-hmm. and foremost, this is mutual respect between the two podcasts here between yeah, no Southern Vanguard <laughs> and Super Duty Tough yeah, Work. Yeah, absolutely. Illest yeah. podcast yeah. name out there. I don't care what nobody says. Oh, yeah, it is. The most infamous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Mutual respect. Yo, you weren't you weren't on the you weren't on the podcast initially at the beginning, right? Wasn't it Blueprint and Groove or or am I not remembering yeah, that? Blue- okay. Yeah, it was Blueprint and Groove first, um, and it's something you know. It's, it's Blueprint's brainchild. He's he's always he's talked about it for a while, and um, you know, since they would be out on the road together, you know, that's when they did a lot of the um, early um, podcasts when they were on tour. Right. Um, and I think they did maybe the first I want to say eight episodes. I want to say mm-hmm. um, maybe a little less. Um, and then you know, because Groove lives in Cincinnati and Print is in um, Columbus, it was difficult for them to meet up so they stopped doing it for a while and then you know just out of the blueprint sent me a text like yo you want to you know be on the podcast and i was like yeah you know i I wasn't doing anything at the time you know i was working on records and everything but you know just to sit down with my dude for a couple hours and just talk you know what i mean like I i could do that you know so um yeah we started doing it and you know we kind of since me and print have known each other for you know 20 years now, you know, mm-hmm. over 20 years, we were like brothers. So, you know, a lot of times we have conversations that we normally have anyway. Right. You know, we're just recording them now. Okay. You know what I mean? So how many um, episodes are y'all up to now? Just to be clear. Um, I believe we're up to like 60, I want to say 64, 65, something okay. like that. Like we're in the 60s, you know, so we've been doing it for about a a year strong, a little over a year strong um, now. 
Ill, what's your good, bad, and ugly of podcasting from your perspective? <laughs> um, I don't really, this is not really ugly for me, except driving all the way to Prince House because he lives, you know, like 30, <laughs> 35 minutes from me. Yeah, um, that, that's Meek's ugly a, with my with, with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got but, the uh, same like, commute, man. <laughs> Yeah, the same commute. Yeah, yeah pretty that's much. The, that's the only thing I. That's the only thing I dislike about it. But okay, you know, other than that, like it, you know, it gets me away from the crib for a couple hours. You know, me and my dude get the clown. And like, see, that's the flip you know, I, side I know, of the commute I, right there. It's like at least you know I'm not at the crib. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And the thing is, like I know you know because we usually record on Mondays. But we didn't record today because I wasn't feeling that great earlier. Um, we'll record tomorrow, but. You know, I know every Monday that, you know, for two hours, you know, I'm going to be laughing. You know what I'm saying? I look That's forward to me and Crank Clown. And, like, yeah. we, you know, y'all listen to the podcast. We do a lot. We laugh a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You it's know, good it's times, man. Good times. So, uh, so Il, t- tell me a little bit about the, the latest episode. And I haven't listened to it yet. I, I tried to get into it before we did the interview tonight. But, um, you know, I, I saw Prince uh post about i guess reaching his seven year mark uh being sober uh-huh. and um you know you you don't see a lot of people come out and talk about that stuff so candidly and um mm-hmm. you know and, and and i did see in the description you know you, you're, you're talking about you know trying to quit smoking like what's you know that, that's that's a pretty significant milestone from 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 print side you know we, we talked a little bit about it actually when we interviewed him here, mm-hmm. but I mean, what, mm-hmm. you know, what, what was that episode like for, for those that haven't listened to it yet? I, I'm really curious about how that well, episode went down. Well, um, we basically talked about the benefits of sobriety. Um, right. and you know, cause everybody knows, you know, being, if you're an alcoholic or if you're addicted to anything, you know, the bad side of drugs and alcohol and things of that nature. So we didn't want to, you know, really talk about that part of it, but just talk about, you know, being out of, you know, an addiction and wh- what good can come of it. Um, you know, I've, I haven't smoked in over a month. Um, and he had his, you know, seven years of sobriety and we just, it was kind of a celebration kind of thing and just yeah. kind of, Dope. you know, talking, talking to people and trying to help other people, you know, understand that it's, you don't necessarily need to, you know, do a lot of mind altering things in order to have success, you know, right, I mean? right. and I still drink you know, here and there, but I'm not a really heavy drinker. Um, nowhere near what we were doing back in our, you know, tour days. Um, right, when we were touring right. together. Uh, we used <laughs> to go in, but, um, yeah, it was just, it was just more, more of a celebratory, um, conversation and, you know, just trying to help guide people, you know, in a, in a way that's positive. I think that's really what the whole podcast is about anyway, is just kind of using our platform and using the experience that we have, because we do have a unique we, we you know we have a unique vantage point that we see a lot of these things that we talk about. Mm. So you know, just using our experience to help people and you know make people smile that's and learn. Up. So hopefully they learn something when they listen to it. Yeah, that's what I love about the podcast is is actually it's it's not just you guys talking about what you've been through, but it's really like it's you know, lessons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's really. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a self-help hip hop podcast. I mean, I don't know if that's early, but I mean, it's it, it's kind of like um, uh, it, 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 
it's it's really actually a, a great break from kind of just like you know the the normal you know um you know kind of interview based podcasts or just yeah. shooting the shit about literally nothing like it it's it's kind of nice to have a theme and you guys kind of you know really run it through at paces I, that that's why I, I personally love the podcast yeah you can get some real gems from it it's um uh, it's it's tangible information um that mm-hmm. that people probably you know um. I'm I'm pretty sure y'all answer a lot of questions for people um on a weekly yeah. basis. So yeah, what we I mean we get a lot of emails and a lot of fans that, you know, say like, you know, things that we talk about help them out in their careers, help mm-hmm. them out in, you know, just their lives in general. Because um, a couple weeks ago we had an episode where we talked about the power of apology. And, you know, it had nothing to do with hip hop. And that's and that's the thing, like we talk about things that you know, a lot of times we do relate it to music, but, you know, other times we like just talk about some real life stuff. And, um, you know, we had somebody that emailed us, you know, saying that listening to that episode, you know, helped them uh, mend some fences with one of their relatives. Okay. You know, just uh, that's uh, big. talking about that. Jay. So, you know, it is, it is kind of a self-help, you know, kind of hip hop podcast. And, you know, I think because me and Prent read a lot of self-help books and things of that nature, you know, I think, you know, that rubs off on us a lot. That's big. That's yeah. what's up. So, Yo, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, well, I was going to ask one more question. Go so, ahead. Uh, Il, what, what, what's the craziest topic submission you guys have seen as of late? Can can you let that out of the bag? Or uh, I don't You You don't want to blow up one of your uh, listener spots, but I, I can't imagine the topics <laughs> you guys get submitted. Um, Actually, the topics don't, they don't be too crazy. Oh, no. Okay. Um, no, nah, we don't get really crazy ones. We actually get, you know, pretty decent, you know, topics. I like I Trent probably gets more than me, so he would probably be the best person to ask that question. But okay. I haven't gotten anything crazy as far as requests um for topics. But I mean we get a lot of good ones like, you know, the last I think the last three or four that we've done besides the sobriety one have been fan submitted, you know. So oh, okay. um we kinda, you know, listen to what the fans want to hear and then we you know, see how we can tackle it from what angle we can tackle it. It's it's been fun, man. Yeah. A lot of fun. I I can honestly say that, you know, me and the homie right here, it's, it's a blast, man. I, I, I I didn't think it was going to get, you know, to this point, but we're at a point right now where it's like second nature and, and we still look forward (laughs) to doing it. So it's it's been a lot of fun, man. Oh yeah. Great to have that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lucy. Definitely is. Lucy, uh, I've had the honor and pleasure to actually rock in your in your hometown, uh, Mm. San Jose, California. Um, Mm. Probably the biggest crowd I've ever performed in front of. uh, Actually, on the campus of San Jose uh, State University. Um, Uh, No way! That's awesome. With the uh, Blastmaster Karis one himself. Um, oh, I think, what? yeah, I think somebody came to the stage and told us the official count was like 30,000 out there that day. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. Yeah. When we went on tour, there were 30,000 people there. Hey man, it Jesus. was a sea of people. Oh, I didn't know that. that shit was oh, fucking man. crazy. i never forget it. Um, what's the, what's the scene like right now? What's the, what's the vibe on the town right now? What, mm-hmm. what's, what's everybody? Um, 
kind of leaning towards what are they doing what's what's big out there what because uh, it was it, it just blew me away because it was real hip hoppers out there you know what i'm saying um and when you, you know for the most part maybe not so much by today's standards but growing up you know the west coast was was the gangster rap capital of mm. the world um and you know, I don't know what what I was expecting. I kind of knew what I was expecting of getting myself into when we ventured out on those fifteen dates with Chris. Um, that mm-hmm. it was going to be a select crowd showing up every night. But the thing for San Jose just really blew it out the water for me because everywhere you looked, everywhere you turned, there wasn't a gangster in sight. It was just all hip hop. So I wonder, like, mm-hmm. and that was been a minute ago now. So what's what's going on out there now? It's well. How, when was this? I'm curious. Uh, who, homie? Help me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay, this was. Let's see. This was 2000 and. Let's see. Like early mid. Let's see here. What was? Come on. Come on, brain. This is old two oh three. Come on, brain. No, no, no. Okay. no. Uh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was. 2002, 2003-ish, 4-ish. Yeah. It, so now it's, it seems like I miss, I must have missed the cusp of that greatness because I never witnessed anything like that. Okay. <laughs> that, that sounds like a, like a beautiful fable. Yeah, it was a once, it was a once, in, <laughs> a it was a once in a lifetime. Like it was a once in a lifetime <laughs> thing for me. Like, I think, uh, I think the night before we were in, um, and San- no, we ended in San Francisco. So we went from San Jose to San Francisco. Is the DNA Lounge still open? Yeah, yeah. They're still okay. doing shows. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, we went from San Jose to San Francisco. But San Jose, to me, was the joint. That was mm. that was it for me right there. So my, my experience is um, I've always, like, the, I started playing shows in, in a little arcade it was always sketchy. I never got paid. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> promoters in San Jose I've worked with have all been a little bit sketchy and have never paid me. Um, it's it, and it's it's interesting. The crowd like is is usually really cool. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of hardcore stuff, but um, but it's never been anything like that. I feel like the scene is more scattered. It's okay. stagnant. Like there are a lot. It's really clicky these days, is what it seems like to me. Okay. Like certain venues, like certain promoters don't like each other. So you, it, it, like you, you seems like you. There's always someone to avoid, and it's really hard to to get like a, a real scene established because nobody wants to work together. Ah, uh, okay. Got you. Got yeah. you. Got you. Got you. So how do yeah, you? How do you? How do you find your way? Like you as an artist, as an individual. Do you find yourself pretty much just keeping the self? Uh, are you are you going out to shows? Are you checking out other people's work? What's what, what's what's your 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 input on the scene? Uh, at this point, like there are definitely different phases. There were times where I was playing shows a lot, and there was a lot of people coming out. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going through a phase where I'm kind of just like. Um, I'm still kind of just throwing a dart blindly and seeing where it lands on the board. Like, so, you know, I'll go to people shows like, uh, I had a friend, my, one of the dudes in Inkscape, he was, he, uh, 
he like there there was a guy named Landon Wordswell who has opened up for Black Alicious a few times. Mm-hmm. And Landon is a really dope MC and he was coming through San Jose. And I knew him because of my friend David. So I go check out his show. And it was one of the dopest performances I've ever seen. Like there was maybe seven people in the room and there was as much energy in there as like three hundred people. And he killed it, but there was no one there to see it. Uh. Um so I like you know I'll go to buddy shows like that, but it's I don't know, man. I yeah, I'll go to open mics sometimes and check it out, but at this point it seems like the best thing to do is tour because a lot of energy gets put into throwing shows and when when they don't turn out yeah. well and they're not, you know, that you don't you basically pay to throw shows. Yeah. You, you got to look elsewhere. That's so crazy. I've, I've had better luck touring. Got you. Yo, Il, I, I didn't know until I got these uh, prep topics for the interview tonight that you were a part of Spitballs. Um, yes, sir. And um, like John mentioned at the top of the interview, we we recently spoke with Philly Phil and and what's the brother's Eclipse. name? Yeah, yeah, Eclipse of Spit of Spitballs. Um, also, see here that you mentioned in an older interview that spitballs for you was like an exercise group. Can you speak <laughs> yeah, on that, that a dope. little bit? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, it was, you know, like, you know, like you go to the gym to, you know, work out some muscles to, you know, beef up to, you know, like that's what going to prison's house was for me. You okay. know, it was like that's where I would go, you know, write my rhymes on the spot, practice different deliveries. Um, you know, practice my hooks, okay. you know, like it was, it was just, it was like, it was like the gym, you know, gotcha. it was fun. Um, you know, there was always something dope happening whenever you went to prison's house, whether he was just sitting there by himself, you know, there was a dope beat being made. There was, you know, you, you can go there at any time, any MC that was anybody in Columbus could possibly be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was never a dull moment. You know, that's how I got on songs with, you know, certain people, um, just, you know, with the scene itself, just being, you know, present. Um, and it was, it was fun, man. It was fun. And it, I think that's one of the things that helped me become the writer and, you know, the MC that I am today, just having something like that to right. where I could go with my friends and, you know, work, work on my art and work on my craft and share, you know, share, music with each other, share rhymes with each other. You know, what's a dope line? Is that a dope line? You know, I'm going to try this delivery this time, see if it works out. You know what I mean? There was no judgment. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah. it was great. It was, it was a good time. And from then to now, uh, as far as Ohio hip hop is concerned, I know you've seen so much. Um, mm-hmm. Where, where would you, where would you rank I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if rank is a word. Where where would you say Ohio hip hop is right now? Um, it's hard to say because I think as a as a city, we have a lot of really dope things going on in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very difficult to to see what's happening. See the see the perspective outside of the city. You know, like within the city, like we got a lot of young, dope artists that are doing really dope stuff and doing good shows here, um, doing good shows here in Ohio um, in general. But I don't know how it's translating, say, if I lived in Atlanta, how I would see Columbus hip hop. You know what I mean? So and that's different. That's different from when I was coming up, because, you know, we were national groups, you know, Megahertz. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody knew 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even even Spitball, people knew who Spitball was mm-hmm. outside of Columbus. So now it's kind of difficult because I haven't really been touring as much and I haven't been out of the city as much to really see what the vantage point is outside of the city. But I think as a city, I think we have a lot of really dope, really talented MCs from all different genres. I mean, we got some really dope trap rap, you know, that's coming out of here because I think a lot of those artists, you know, even the the trappers, they grew up on our stuff, you know what I'm saying? But they just speak from their own perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's really cool. I mean, it's a lot of different types of music that's coming out of here from, you know, R&B to, you know, we got really dope R&B scene, really dope poetry scene, really good rock scene. And the hip hop scene is really dope as well. But like I said, I'm not sure of what it looks like from the outside, but gotcha. inside it's uh, it's amazing. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. So um, who who are you who are you fucking with right now? Like uh, on some hip hop shit, like who's somebody that we should know about? Or who's somebody that we should play on the show that we might not know about? Um, Ness Words. Okay. He's a, um, MC here um, in Columbus. Um, spelled N-E. I think he spells it N-E-S. Just one S. Did we hear Kaz Meta bring him up? I think we might have heard Kaz bring him up. Yeah. 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 Probably. Okay. Yeah. He's really dope and making a lot of moves. This cat named Sam Rothstein. Um, really dope MC. He actually is a dope videographer as well. Um, he's making a lot of moves, doing starting to travel a lot more. So his name will probably be getting okay. some buzz. Um, Dominique LaRue, um, also oh, from yeah, here yeah. in Columbus. Yeah, we'll uh, play some joints. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so y'all 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 hit the hurt. Um let's see, who else? Um uh King Vada. Um used to be Ellie for the uncool. I don't know if y'all are familiar with him. No. Um, but he was part of Fly Union. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he used to be part of Fly Union back in the day. And um, he kind of left and started his own thing. But um, he's he's super dope. Um, and the third, you know, my old crew, um, they're making a lot more, a lot of noise right now, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff happening yeah. here in Columbus. <laughs> and Luke said, "Who who should we be checking for out in out in your neck of the woods?" Um, that's a good question. Outside of outside of you, of course, of course, of course, outside of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I I don't know. There's uh, I, I don't have anything for you. If you check back with me in in two months, I should have a good answer for you. Right, but we, right now, we're gonna do I, that. I can't give you. I can't give you one. I, I couldn't even give you one other well, than, of course, lucid optics. We'll talk to you in a couple of months. <laughs> All right, I look forward to it. Uh, give them, <laughs> give them some of the um the Ink Escape guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ink Escape, Ink Escape. I can give you some names. Um, Cause and Effects, super dope. Uh, he just started yeah, producing he's like, for himself as well. Yeah, Cause and Effects. Just a side note, Cause and Effects is like the newest rapper that I've been listening to, and dude is super, super dope. Like, really, really, really? dope. Like, once I, I heard one song of his that I saw Lucid share on Facebook, and I went immediately to his um, his Bandcamp page and downloaded everything that was free and bought everything that was on sale. Dope. Like he's back. Really? Yeah. Okay. Dope. Well, Lucid, where's he from? He's, is he from San Jose, or what's, what's his story? He's he's from uh, from D.C., I believe, or Maryland. Um so he's from out east coast. Um and 
I would also recommend Aerospace. You know, he's a little bit more raw, a little bit more. He, I'm going to be honest, a little bit more sad. He even calls himself like Sad Hop. But it's really good. It's, it's pretty poetic. Um, he's getting into more trappy stuff. But um, but everybody, man, like Blaze, Blaze B. And he's like a in his own right, like done some legendary shit from outside of Chicago. Like he's opened up for Common and Talib Kweli out there. Hmm. Um, and he just recently released a project with cubes. Well, recent to me, which is probably like two years or maybe three, but, um, it's called mad worlds. And I think that's, that's like a classic album. I think people need to hear that. So I would look up, uh, blaze B and J cubes, but yeah, um, there's a lot of good music coming out from this, from this squad. So, so see, we don't have to, we don't have to wait two months, man. We just got got more than enough. (laughs) All good. Or, <laughs> L, talk about these so, uh, uh, these me, uh, books you got oh, popping off, man. Oh yeah, I mean, I got I got um, I got two poetry books that I, I've had for a while, um, and um, yeah, it's just you know I write poetry to I'm a poet um, at heart, and um, you know I have those available. I will have them available on tour, and I'm also working on um, it's going to be an anthology because um, I'm. I'm working on because I have a lot to do, but I'm typing up all of the lyrics from every album that I've ever done and oh, every EP shit. that I've ever Damn. done. Damn, that's work gonna, right there. I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of work. Yeah, um, I've man. been working on it for like at least a year, a couple years. Okay, um, just trying to gather everything and you know trans transfer everything to type. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. So you know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be uh, an interesting time. I hope no one ever asked me to do that (laughs) in my lifetime. (laughs) I hope, man. Please (laughs) don't come to me with that project. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, the thing is, like, a lot of people always ask for the lyrics to my songs, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been, you know, it's been like that for years because you know a lot of my stuff is extremely poetic and. Sometimes hard to follow if you're just listening, you know, one time or one or two times. Right. So, you know, a lot of people want the lyrics to my stuff. So I figure, you know, I put out enough to yeah. where I could fill up a good sized book. No, nah, that's a know. good move. Yeah, hell yeah. For real. So Il, you was gonna ask a question. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I was gonna ask you because I because I sent you guys the album. What did you think of the album? Oh, uh, you know what? I have had uh about I don't know what three or four days, I guess, to sit with it. And I've got about probably, let's see, because I've got a, I've got a marked in Serato here, what, what joints we're going to play on the show. Okay. And, uh, and I, I think, you know what I was, because I was not aware, admittedly, I was not aware of the falling into winter EP. So mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. So when I hit play, I guess that I was, I guess I was honestly a little surprised and and pleasantly surprised just to see you kind of, you know, I guess do something, uh, how do I say this? Not so traditional sounding ill? Is that uh, not not so sample based and you know what I'm saying? So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I always like to see people stretch out and um, actually succeed and do well at stretching out. And I I think you you guys definitely did that with this EP. I mean, I haven't been able to sit with it, you know, for for a month or anything like that. Right. But um, I I, 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 I really like what I've heard initially. There's no doubt about that. Okay, work. 
Well, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna play. Uh, I don't know. Probably, I've got about six or seven joints marked. You, you guys want to know which ones I marked? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> well, well, maybe you guys can. Maybe maybe you'll be surprised at which ones I marked. I, I don't know, or maybe these are kind of your favorites. But here's here's what I marked. So I, I marked "Find a Way." Mm-hmm. I, I marked "Clones and Robots." I marked "Honeydew Master." Uh, I marked "Morning Come." Uh, Revolution. And uh, let's see here. Vampires and Inchworm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Work. So, yeah. It, it, I mean, we love the whole record, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you sound a little yeah, biased. I, I think, you sound a little biased there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, probably um, Find a Way and Vampires and Inchworms are my two favorite songs on the album. Okay. Um, what about you, I love Lucid? the whole record. Oh man, it's tough. I it, it's weird because for me now I ha, I have a biased opinion and like I like how the songs came together. I really like how Dear Alante came together um, because we were we were struggling to find a hook that sounded good for a while, and he he came up with the one and I liked it and he didn't like it, and then I came up with one and I didn't even like it enough to send it to him, <laughs> and then <laughs> finally finally we settled on this one and it was like. Oh, it's not just a dope verse anymore. It's a dope song. Right, Dude, we yeah. did it. So that that kind of that moment was cool. Right, um, dope. But I, I think, yeah. I think as far as like what I've played the most and what I've listened to and just been like, my jaw is still on the floor from his vampires. Gotcha. I, I heard that and was like, "Dude, what? What? Is, what? I feel like I was a part of of something greater. Like that. That yeah. really. That's an awesome. It moved feeling. me." Yeah, that is, that is a great feeling. Hell yeah! So I, I assume too, and this is what kind of one of my initial thoughts and reactions too. Ill, you know, you're asking like what I thought about the album, and now that I've kind of heard the background on how you guys met and how you know Lucid's show is, is I would assume that you know kind of that, and I don't want to put you guys in the box like this, but I would assume that probably a target of your guys is is like you know the festival circuit. Um, you know, maybe being able to, you know, kind of expand a little bit into these bigger shows and kind of having more of a kind of theatrical stage show, if you will. Um, ideally, that's where I want to go. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, we haven't really talked a lot about how we're going to present um, a lot of the record okay. um, because, you know, we've never, we've never really been on tour together. We've done two shows together, you know, so this is going to be a learning experience for both of us when we go out on the road together and kind of see, you know, what we can do and what, you know, what, what we have at our disposal. So, but ideally I would really love for us to expand a little more because now that I'm producing and I'm learning how to, you know, I can play chords and things like that. And we can actually have a few instruments on stage with, you know, do some, do some interesting things. So I see the, the possibility and what we can do as a group um, together on stage. But, you know, you know, ideally we would love to expand into more of the festival circuit and doing bigger shows like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, that's, a, that's a great. question I had. Um, I noticed uh, you said you were 
um, just getting into production or, or starting to produce more. Um, do you have production mm-hmm. on this album? No. Okay. This album I didn't um, do any other production on, but we talked about um, the next record that we do as far as splitting the production. Okay. Um, but I've only been producing for probably, what, like six, eight months, I think. Um, but, I mean, since I've been around it for so long, you know, I kind of dove right in and I already have like nine solo songs to my own production. Um, okay. I have an instrumental EP that I have done already, you know, so I'm, um, I'm just working on it and, you know, trying to find my own sound um, okay. with producing, but it's probably the most gratifying thing that I've done in a very long time. That's I'm just up. really learning again. Lucy, yeah. what kind of pointers do you give, yeah. do you give him? <laughs> At this, at this point in his production game, yeah. Well, um, he hasn't he hasn't really needed any, to be honest. I mean, usually, usually he'll ask me about things like structure, and I'm like he said, I'm an overthinker, I'm a perfectionist, so I'm like, well, this would sound good. So would this. Well, maybe you should try it this way, and I'll go through all these things, and it's like. He probably wishes he never would have asked me how. Yeah, it I was about to say. So you're the wrong person to be asking. <laughs> yeah, not the right person. I could. I'll. I'll give some tips on like, um, you know, things to make. Oh, this is how you make your bass pop. You know, I just watched this tutorial. I've. I should have watched this years ago. Like, if I'll find stuff like that, I'll send it. But, um, but for the most part, you know, it's like he'll just send me stuff, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I really like that. Dope. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah. Is that something you guys are looking forward to, the actual splitting the duties of of production on this next project? Yeah, I mean, I think that'll be, I think that'll be fun. I mean, there's one song that um, he's actually already recorded to one of my beats. And I think, I think we might save it for um, either the next record or another, or EP that we do. Um, But I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, another voice over my own production. Cause right now it's just, yeah you know, my voice over my production. So, um, but I'm really looking forward to that part and I'm sure he's looking forward to not having to do as much work. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember when John got tired of rapping over his stuff and, and finally sent me some beats. <laughs> it was a great day. That is, was a, a great that day. is the first thing. From, that is the furthest thing from the truth. There is not a single recording in the world that you have heard me rapping over. Now, I'm, I, I may have been, you know, bullshitting on some ad libs or some shit like that, but you will not find one piece of recorded music with me rapping. He lies. Actually, I take that back. All lies. There See? are some. See? There are some ridiculous, ridiculous, very old recordings that I made with my homie Nate <laughs> in high school. Literally fucking around on what was little joint on the um. The little sampler on the fucking Gemini uh, uh, mixers. <laughs> oh yeah, the two, the, second, yeah, the two joint. second joints. Yeah, we were we were we were looping joints on that, and you know, just I don't know, okay. doing. Just you got to bring shit. that out. You, you got to bring that out. You should throw some of those in the on the in the mix show one yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's funny, man. Well, that's that's dope, man. New intro. Yeah, yeah, new new, new intro, unreleased. (laughs) You know, uh, no, the world does not need to hear that, and they never will. Trust me. (laughs) Oh Lord! All right, fellas, we we've absolutely taken enough of your time tonight. How about we um, make sure everyone knows where they can go to cop the record, uh, what your socials are, 
where they can go to find out about the tour, all that good stuff, Twitters, Instagrams, all that shit. And then uh, we'll, we'll let you guys uh, get on with the rest of your night. And we're going to do a little mix show here. So, Okay. Um, yeah, what we'll about be, you, man? First. Word. Well, uh, you can find me pretty much any of these websites slash Lucid Optics. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram will be up there soon. Um, and I got SoundCloud. I'm on there too. YouTube. You can pretty much find me anywhere. Slash Lucid right. Optics. Beautiful. El, what about you, man? Word. Um, I'm on Twitter, um, Twitter and Instagram, Illogic614, uh, Facebook, Illogic Music, um, backslash Illogic Music, and SoundCloud is also um, Illogic614. And you guys can pick up the album, um, um, Lucid Logic, comes out June 27th. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. And you can pick it up at um, illogic.bandcamp.com. And once the album comes out, it will be available on all your um, digital platforms as well. But we wanted to, you know, do all the pre-orders for our own, on our own. Yes, so, sir. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to people hearing the record. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and, oh, oh, and oh, okay. uh, check out www.inkescape.com. There you go. I-N-K-I-S-C-A-P-E. Perfect. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and... And my website is IamTheLogic.com. I forgot about my own freaking website. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you can find out about the touring and all of that there um, at yeah. IamTheLogic.com. Yeah. Got you. Dope. Now, now oh, you're on tour all summer, right? Is this what, you and Lucid or just or are you guys going to kind of break it up? or? No, it's going to be uh, um, me and him together. Okay. Okay. Um, got gotcha. you. So, okay. Cool. You know, right. from, yep. So it'll be, we're doing Beautiful. about 40 dates. And um, yeah, we, all the information will be up really soon. Um, I'm excited about it. I haven't toured in probably maybe two years. Yeah, or a full tour. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah dope, dope. All right, yeah, cool. Well, 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 you guys were nice enough to actually send the the whole record through. So we're gonna play four or five word. joints actually. Um, you know, to kick the show off with. So if uh, if you got to this interview first then make sure you go back and listen to episode 119, 119. because you're going to be able to hear four to five joints before this album drops in a month. We're a month out from this release. So yep. uh, these two gentlemen were nice enough to send it through early. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're definitely going to play some of the joints uh, off the record that, um, you know, that we're gravitating to. So make sure you go, uh, go check that out uh, real, real quick too. Uh, L, you can get a joint now, right? Like, can't you go get it one cut? Isn't one cut live on Bandcamp or something like that? Yeah, Honeydew is the first single. There you um, go. So okay. uh, if you purchase the album, you get Honeydew um, now. Okay, you know, cool. So you'll, get, you'll be able to listen to that. And you can also go to Bandcamp and just listen to that one. Word. It's also okay. on SoundCloud as well. Okay, okay, dope. All That's right, beautiful. Up. All right, well, guys, we, we can't wait. Thank you again. And, uh, you know, good luck with the album. We good luck with the rest y'all, of 2017. Man. Y'all be safe on that road, man. Don't, For don't, real. don't be pulling none of that fucking blueprint groove superstition, you know, <laughs> fucking white van wrecking bullshit that, uh, that, that happened no. a couple of years ago. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, all right, man. Thank y'all for having us. We really appreciate it. All right. Anytime. Thank you. All right. Thank y'all. Y'all be good. All right, all right, peace, peace. All right, Meeks. Yeah, man. Well, an- another one, another great one. Always, great it always one, is. Man. Yeah, always, it is, always man. is, always is. All yep. right. Well, again, thank you for tuning in, Southern Vanguard Radio.
twice a week mix, twice a week dough, Tuesdays and Thursdays, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes Podcast. And we're out. Also, check our sponsors, Tucker oh, yeah. and Bloom. That's tucker-bloom.com. Oh, that's right, and a promo code Southern Vanguard and receive 15% off your order plus free yeah. shipping. And also check out Beat Lab. That's Beat Lab USA, Beat Lab L5P, Beat Lab ATL Ho, Beat Lab ATX, and Austin. Austin, what up? Mega, what up? Yeah. Get that episode 100 gift pack. You oh, got until right. the that end too. of the month to go in there and get the discounted gift pack. After the end of May, they won't they be like over one there. week left. Got a week left, and Damn. we're not fucking around. <laughs> Southern Vanguard Radio, SouthernVanguard.com. We are the Southern Vanguard. Yes, sir. Yeah. Peace. Peace.